Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome all you hookers and slices to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stan Play Clay, and with me, not on the road this time, actually in the office again, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how you doing? Doing white and cold. White and cold. Weather has turned. For and not the, just my skin color. For, for the people up north. It's a fickle, fickle golf season. It is. Yep, all my hopes boop, are under five inches of snow at the moment. Hmm, so, man, I actually don't think it's gonna stick. But the I mean, five inches of snow is sticking. Well, till the morning. <laughs> I think I'll, I think I'll see some green grass yet again. But it's still only gonna be in the thirties and forties. So yeah, no bueno. No. But, I don't know. That's what happens up here in the sticks. At least uh, you'll get a few good weeks left or some more fall golf for you. Yeah, I've got I've got time. I've got plenty. Of time. I mean, last year I think I could have gone golfing on Christmas last year. But I don't think we got snow until January. Wow. Or if we did like get snow beforehand, it was it was light and not like enough to closed down courses yeah so i'm golden i'm golden down here i got plenty of time to lose more balls <laughs> yeah plenty of time but uh yeah so i'll be living vicariously through you for the next month or so yeah you don't play this weekend yeah i did i did i um i didn't i didn't I didn't shoot well, but I played. I played. It was um, it was one of those days where, you know, couldn't hit the driver, couldn't hit the three wood. Like, what do you do? And you can't get off the tee all that well. Yeah, with an iron. Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a little rough. I think I lost like I mean, I think I I, I want to say I lost like five or six balls. <laughs> it was it was bad. Like, oh yeah, it just I could not. I had like duck hooks everywhere. It was oh. not good, not good. Yeah, you can you can talk to a, a fade, but a, a duck won't listen. No, I'll tell you what though. Uh, I you know last last uh, episode kind of talked about my putting. Putting was a little bit better. Okay. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it was great. Because <laughs> I'm still having moments where, um, where my second putt is longer than my first. <gasps> but the the thing is though, like I'm making those second putts. Okay. So it's like so, like I'm having just really stressful times with putting. Yeah. But like like in the end, like it was like I had a decent number of putts. It wasn't like that bad. 
but it wasn't like an easy like tap ins everywhere, you know. Yeah. It was it was stressful. Like, stressful. Yeah, it was it was stressful. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it's full of golf. You know. You just you're just kind of out there enjoying it. I'm not yeah. taking it too seriously. You know, so just got to enjoy it while it lasts. You know, you've got you've got snow. So I know at some point that's going to happen to me down here, you know, whether it be, you know, in the next few months or, you know, sometime during the winter, it'll happen and I won't be able to play anymore. So, yeah, just take advantage of it while you can and uh, enjoy it while it lasts before I have to move indoors for simulator golf. Yeah, right. So. Exactly. Or transition to, we have uh, the range I go to has like top golf monitors and stuff in it now, which is pretty neat. So, really? yeah. So you can like, uh, yeah, you can like play rounds or whatever at courses, you know, if you wanted to, obviously it's, it's just, uh, obviously it's, you know, virtual, so. Yeah, you're hitting into a screen. No, no, you no. It's outdoors. It's like heated bays. They they have okay. they have bays outdoors, but like the, um, it's there's set up it's set up where, um, like there's flags out, you know, on the range, right? And so you can set your virtual the virtual top golf like aiming to aim like at a certain flag, so that's like your target, and then based off that, you know. It tells you like where you hit it or whatever. Gotcha. Um, so it's it's pretty neat. It's uh, it's nice to see, like, you know, you're hitting out of a bay, so you're you're seeing the ball flight of the ball, like you know, the actual ball flight. You're not hitting into a a net or anything. Yeah. Um, but you're also getting you know numbers, you know, from from the top from the monitors. Um, I don't. I mean, accurate numbers. I, I who knows, but like they're they're decent they're not like you know they're not way off but they're not going to be like super accurate you know you know monitor numbers but it it gives you like a rough idea for the most part like it matches like the ball flight matches like what you actually hit and everything so it's like you know yeah at least you can see the direction and the spin of the ball right so it's it's good enough for me i enjoy it it's you know it's nice when you can't when you can't get out on the course you don't have time you can go and go to the range and and do a quick you know and they have other modes you can like do practices and target What's practice and stuff uh they i mean there's a couple places around here that have those um but the one i go to is right by the airport it's called uh uh guest house it's just south of the airport um but it's uh it's a good one it's a good range. I like going to it. Pretty, pretty close to me. Yeah. So, I tend. I mean, nowadays with the, with the, you know, the sun going down quicker at, you know, during the evening, there's not really time after work during the weekday to get in a, a nine hole round or whatever. So yeah. like, I'll just go to the range and you know work on stuff or hit balls and, and then get my main golfing rounds during the weekends during the fall time here but yeah yeah it's getting harder and harder to squeak in nine after work well especially you with the snow yeah mine ended today 
but get that uh you know get that get that sand wedge out and just uh hit out of the snow like you would out of the sand exactly just use orange balls yeah there you go yeah like i said i'm i think i'll see some green grass but it's not going to be comfortable so i'll be hitting in the garage and hitting at an indoor driving range yeah do you have a simulator by you don't you you still do you still have one down there or up yeah. there um, and they just put one in last year. It has like four hitting bays, so uh, virtual hitting into a screen. Um, they do leagues and stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I thought it was pretty accurate for distance, direction. I mean, chipping is tough, and putting is even tougher. Yeah. When I uh, when I go to the uh, simulator downtown, which is owned by the guy I do lessons with. That's actually where I do lessons, but... Um. Yeah, that they have like the foresight um, simulators, which are really nice. And I never, I don't putt on them though. I just, I can't putt on simulators. Like it's, it's just not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can it be any worse than the real course? Probably not. It's probably better. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't want to deal with it. It's just weird. It just feels weird. Yeah. But uh yeah, it'll be inter- I don't, you know, depending on how this pandemic goes, I I don't know when I'm going to go back to that cuz that's like a you know, that place is like a kind of a bar as well, so kind of want to take it take it easy, stay safe a little bit until we're a little bit more in the clear. Yeah. Especially up here in Wisconsin where numbers are kind of rising right now. Yeah, we're in the thick of it. So, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, it'll shape up sometime soon, though. Yeah, eventually, numbers have to go down. and You'd think. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> One would think. <laughs> What's this whole herd immunity thing I've been hearing so much about? Yeah. Am I part of the herd? <laughs> You're you're part of the herd that's dying. <laughs> you're getting sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we picked straws. You had the shortest one. You're out. You're in the herd, but it's kind of what we would call in the slaughterhouse area. <laughs> <laughs> it's a herd of cattle ready to be slaughtered. Yeah. Oh. That's depressing. It is. But you know what's not depressing? <laughs> Your picks last week? Yeah. I mean my picks did pretty well. I was gonna I was gonna say uh Kokrak's week. Yeah, he, uh, he had quite he had quite the week. Yeah, I think he's gonna be telling his kids about it. You'd think. Uh I mean, you know talking about a guy that it's been on the tour for ten years and finally got a victory. I mean, I, I feel like that's. I have a lot of respect for those types of guys. Yeah. Who, who are there? Yeah, the journeymen who are just who are there, just grinding away. Like every well, not every week, but like you know, a lot of weeks during the year, every year for ten years. Um. And every year they're seeing, 
young kids with a lot of talent make it on tour, make it harder to come up with these, you know, wins. And you're just like, you know, am I ever going to get a chance? Um, and at some point, you know, in 10 years, you're like, you know, the you got to realize the odds just aren't really good. I mean, they're not good for anyone, but like, especially a journeyman, like the odds of winning just, you're not good. So you kind of get to a point where like, all right, can I get a top 25 this week? That's, you know, the goal. Like that would be essentially a win in my book. Um, And then, you know, a week like this happens where you basically catch lightning in a bottle where you're playing really well, you know, your preparation is all coming together and you you break through and get a victory and probably going to be the only victory you get in your career. And like, that's like, that's a, that's a cool thing to see. Like, you know, you don't think of those guys as very successful because, you know, you think of the top players as being successful golfers. But these journeymen, like, to be able to hang in there on the PGA Tour, the top level tour, for 10 years and, and not, you know, and not winning. So you actually, you know, you don't, you're not getting like exemptions because of that. You're, you're having to qualify for things like the hard way. You're getting points the hard way, you know, to be able to hang on that long. Like that's that's impressive. Like that's 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 a successful golf career. To win on the tour, yeah, for sure. You you're a success at that point. I mean, it all, it everything kind of yeah seems like there's a reason to it. I mean, yeah, I mean, ten years without any wins or you know, I don't even have his. I mean, he's played in everything but the Masters. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously you do it. You as long as they're gonna, you know, as long as you keep your card, you're gonna keep going. But obviously, right. there's lingering thoughts of like, how long can I keep going? You know, I mean, it looks like he's 35. You know, once you get north of 40, it gets harder and harder. Well, not only that, but like, you know, you see plenty of guys get injuries too. You know, and and you know they can't they they never really recover or come back from that like just to be durable enough through 10 years to last that long is pretty impressive itself yep um i mean he'll be playing in the mat will he be playing in the masters this upcoming november here because he won yeah you think i think his plans in november just changed yeah I mean, I, I'm a little out of the loop in terms of if the uh, the normal kind of qualifications um, for the Masters kind of hold up for this November edition, but I, I would assume that he's getting an invite to it because of this victory. So, I mean, we saw that, and we've talked about this on a previous episode, we, we saw that with... Um, with um, Oh, what's his name? Now I'm forgetting his name. Um, uh, my goodness, I am going to kick myself here. Jason Kokrak? <laughs> yeah, Jason Kokrak. No, um, oh my God. I'm, I'm such a... Describe him to me. Herman, Jim Herman. Herman. Um, he's another guy who, I mean, he's won a, a few times on tour, but like it took him a long time to to win and like he won the weekend before the masters that's how i remember him mostly is 
is he, him getting his first career win the week before the Masters and basically being able to, I mean, it made a dream come true for him um, to play in the Masters. Like, it's always neat to see these these guys who just, you know, have been on the tour a while and and just, you know, they're, they haven't won, so they haven't gotten these exemptions. They haven't gotten these tickets into, you know, tournaments like the Masters finally break through and, and get it and, and finally kind of, you know, get to experience what a lot of people dream of doing is, you know, playing at the Masters or playing in these big majors. Um, it's just It's just a cool thing. Yeah. Agreed. It'll be fun to watch him. He actually looks like uh, he qualified for this year's Masters because he made it to the Tour Championship in August. Oh, okay. Um, top top 30 on the Tour get to the Masters, but he he earned a spot in next year's Masters by winning this week, last okay. week. Okay, all right. So, is what this... Well, that's neat. That is neat. Yeah, I'm going to be... It'll be fun to follow him. One cool thing I read about it was... He's he's given a lot of credit, I guess, to his caddy. Oh yeah, for um, making a little club change. He switched to a slightly heavier putter, I believe. But more importantly, it was a a longer putter. He went to a thirty-six inch. Well, he is a big guy. Yeah, he's six four. So now (laughs) he he can stand a little taller. Um, And I also heard like John Rahm, I think has a taller putter at like 36 inches but i don't know i mean i have a i like i like those counterbalance putters um that are like 38 but i i haven't used a lot of 36s um, maybe i need to look at getting a longer putter maybe that's the reason my putting's been so bad i'm pretty sure it is that's it's just I'm that yeah your putter's been too short <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm looking, I'm, you know, I'm looking at anything, you know, to change, but, um, well, he was also crediting his, his caddy for, um, for reading the greens, uh, this yeah. week. Um, now Kokrak has played, you know, uh, Shadow Creek quite a bit, um, being, he kind of, you know, stays or lives in that area in Las Vegas area. So he's played there quite a bit. He should know those greens, but even still, um, you know, you still got to read them during the tournament with the pin locations, and you got to hit your spots. And he he was on fire putting, especially that last round. Oh man, was he? Yeah, he he was lit, lighting it up. Everything was going in. Yeah, overcame a three-stroke deficit to win. Yeah, he like he just he really like like I said he just he had one of those weeks and that's golf like you can just it only takes one week you know one day or whatever where you everything just comes together and you find a way like you just play your light you know play lights out and and you get the victory it's like any given Sunday I mean you look at like we're looking at our picks that we made this week um and i made some good picks but like your main guy to win was you know matthew wolf and he he was 11 over like he didn't have a very good week at all but like matthew wolf is a great player you know he's won 
plenty of tournaments. One. Uh, has he won? I thought he won two. And well, he's. I mean, he's that, been. That would be plenty. <laughs> I mean, it's plenty compared to Kokrak. <sighs> but like, I guess what I'm saying is, Wolf has been in contention. Like, he's been up there, you know, quite a bit. Like, he's played really well. He's he's considered one of the top young guys. Um, but like this week, he didn't have a good week. You know, golfers even at the tour level are not going to be great every single week. And it doesn't take, you know, it only takes one week to to get a victory in, you know, 10 years of playing, right? Yeah. You don't have to be great every single week, but if lightning strikes and you've got everything going your way, you're hitting putts, and putts is like the big thing on tour. If You need to be a great putter, and, and that'll win you tournaments if you do. I mean, that's how Jordan Spieth won a bunch of tournaments. Yeah. No, I mean, what's his uh, – Jason was um, – and uh, he was number one in strokes gained on the green this week. Yeah. Yeah, he was just lights out. Like, you just have one of those weeks, and, like, you know, anything can happen. It's it's golf is a Golf is a funny game like that. Yeah. You know, we're all like everyone, us amateurs and, and even the pros are always seeking, you know, consistency, but nobody really has, you know, pure consistency. Yeah. You know, obviously pros have more consistency than us amateurs, but but like, you know, at their level, you know, relatively speaking, like they're not really, you know, consistent week after week after week. You know. They still have to rely on getting some bounces, getting some breaks, getting, you know, getting some things to work for them and, and having it all come together. They're putting, you know, working, they're, they're driving, being good, they're, you know, wedge play, you know, everything just needs to come together to get a win. And that can come from anyone. Yep. Yeah, that's why it's fun to watch. I mean, <clears throat> it, it, I don't know what other, I mean, other than, I guess, maybe tennis, but what other sport you just have one good week and it kind of solidifies your career or your can be you know life changing just by having you know four good rounds of golf for one good week i would say probably uh, the only other sport i can see that would be and this is this is um like once every four years would be the olympics yep like you need you just need, you know, to perform that week or that day for your events in four years of training, you know, yeah. competing in other events. And that'll and if you win the gold, that changes your life essentially. Yep. Right? You're always gonna be the gold medal winner. Yeah. Like that's the only other kind of those those are the only really other sports that I think compares in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, well, it looks like I'm going to owe some push-ups because – so you had Kepka as your best man, shot minus five, killed Mr. Wolf, the wolf man for me, um, by an astounding 16 shots. Um, <clears throat> so basically, good It's basically my handicap. <laughs> and then English – 
had a good week, really good week. That was our best pick overall out of any of us. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he uh, came in... 10 under? Yeah. Um, at Yeah, and he ended up in 10th place um, at 10 under. So Sorry, I was trying to look at that. Yeah, top 10 finish. Yeah. Um, like if you if you would have if you would have told like um, Kokrak that he would be finishing top ten this week before the week started, he pre- he would have taken that every time. Yeah, definitely. Like you know, but this particular week it would have been a downgrade from what he actually did. It's true. That's like that's the expectations like golfers have <laughs> like you just hope for a good finish and if it's you know if you get some breaks yeah. it turns into a win he's always gonna say he's out there trying to win but do you really think he's gonna win every week after 10 years like well nobody nobody thinks they're gonna win every week i mean they go out to try and win but like realistically they know like they can't win every week well, nobody can win every week, but <laughs> they can win any week, not every. Oh, week. yeah. I, okay, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's different. Monday night, he's like, I can do this. This is my week. I mean, is he really doing that ten years later? I, I mean, it probably depends on like the. It, it depends on how he's feeling like that week of you know practice or whatever. Like how his game is, he might think, okay, I have a chance um, to win this week. You know, and there's there's definitely weeks where a lot then yeah then he could he could say like this is this is my home track I'm gonna yeah yeah like he probably had a good feeling this week yeah um that he said he probably had confidence in saying like I you know if I play well if I if I you know if everything kind of goes right I could I can win um like that but that's not something like you focus on you can't really focus on doing that yeah you can't really focus on like your score or results you you just focus on, you know, shot one shot at a time and just trying to play the best shot you can and go from there. Yeah. And, and it, it, you know, if you do that and everything goes well, the results will kind of take care of themselves. And if, and if you play really well and somebody else, you know, just goes out and somehow does better, like, what can you do? Like, there's, like, you played super well and you did everything you thought you could do. And sometimes that's just not good enough. It sucks, but, like, that's the case sometimes. And you can't really, like, hang your head about it. It's just, it is what it is. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone kind of thought Xander was going to win. Yeah. But. But not Jason, I guess. Hopefully he's going to be confident and, uh. He was like, you know, F this. I'm going to go out and play my best. And Well, and he was, like, he wasn't in the last group either. So, like, he just needed to focus on going out and putting out, you know, putting out a good score. Yeah. You know, and and he he does that and, you know, he's playing the waiting game. Like, nice. When you're not in the last group, you just, you put out a score and you just hope, hey, you know, maybe it's good enough to, to force a playoff or get a win, you know. Yep. And for him, it was good enough to win. Yeah. Yeah, you're just doing the best you can. Focus on the the process, not the outcome. Yeah. Focus on what you can control, and that's that's it. You bet. 
Nothing, nothing else really matters. Well, it matters. You just can't control it. But, the, but that's what I mean. Like, it, it doesn't matter in terms of, like, what you can focus on. Like, it's... Like, I, you just... It, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. We're on the same page. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, well, luckily I won the tiebreaker, and I know how to pick a loser. <laughs> Tehili. Tehili. Finished DFL number 77. Would have been 78, except Jason Day withdrew. Man. If only I would have picked Jason. But he's my boy. I can't ever pick him to lose. You're my boy, Blue. My boy. Well, WD's not a loss. No. Yeah, it was a good pick. I mean, my pick wasn't bad either, but just not quite as good as your your pick. It was bad, just not as bad. Right. You had a horrible pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Adam, Adam Long finished 12 over, and your Tahili guy finished 18 over, so... You get that, but overall, overall, I get the victory this this week. Yep, two to one. So I owe you. You owe me some push-ups. Twenty earth pushes. Oh yeah, push that earth. Push that snow away. Yep, get your face wet. <laughs> Down in the snow. Yeah. All right. But we got we got the Zozo. The Zozo coming up this week. Tiger Woods trying to defend his title. Getting moved from Japan, where it's usually played, or was it where it was played last year? But because of the pandemic, it's being played in California, just outside of Los Angeles. California. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We want to run through these picks. We should probably make our picks. Okay, we'll knock it out. You, uh, you are in the right to pick first again. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I got to I got to go with the defending champ here. I got to go with Tiger. You going Eldrick? I'm going Eldrick. He's gonna be my big name. Your big boy. My big boy. Alrighty. Da, 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 da. Man. I don't, I don't quite know who. I'm trying to think who's done well at uh, at Sherwood before. Sherwood. From Robin Hood, not Robin Hood's not playing. No, but there's plenty of there's plenty of big names. Plenty of guys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with JT. You're going to go with JT. Ooh, all right. Okay. All right. I feel you. All right. You going to bring it back with a... With a dark horse? Dark horse, I will go with... Um... Let's go with let's go with Paul Casey. Yeah. 
That's a, that's a guy. He can. He can he's up he's done all right in in the state of California before. Yeah, he does good everywhere. He's a he's a quality quality guy. He's a journeyman who's like always in the top. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's one of the better journeymen. Yeah, he's a top tier journeyman. Top tier smile too. Yeah. He's just one of those guys you wouldn't you wouldn't mind having a beer with, that's for sure. Just seems like a, just a good a nice fella. Just a good fella. You know, if I was if someone offered me a chance to sit down and grab a grab a pint with good old Paul Casey, I'd do it. I wouldn't turn it down. Hex to the year. Well, you know what goes goes good with pints. Is burgers. Burgers. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it back with Daniel Burger. The Boyga. And also in honor of my boy Kelly Burger got married out in Hawaii. Oh. Yesterday. All right. Good old Kelly. Yes, sir. And he didn't invite you. He did, but then this whole pandemic thing happened. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Very. Have you been to Hawaii before? I have not. Me neither. I hear it's pretty, uh, pretty decent place. There's views. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely want to get there. <sighs> All right, you got a you got a tiebreaker? Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna bring it back with double K. Kevin Kistner. Oh, Kistner. All right. Okay. Yeah, I like his style. Well, I am going to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make this play with uh, with Eldrick in mind. I'm gonna go with the guy who hits bombs. I'm gonna go with Phil. Phil the thrill. Phil the thrill. Coming off. Back-to-back senior tour victories. Oh, yeah, he's hot right now. Hansel, he's so hot right now. So hot. I'm turning the the clock back with these picks. Uh Uh-huh. I have no... I have no regrets about it. I may have regrets come next week but right now I don't I'm feeling good yeah well hindsight is twenty twenty. sure is sure is alright bringing it up the rear who do you think is going to be slamming that trunk come Friday I'm going Gooch. Gooch. Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch. The Goocher. No offense, Taylor. Nope. You're on tour, buddy. I respect you. I just think it's not going to be your best week. Yeah. I'm going to go 
with a guy who looks very unsure of himself in his profile picture. <laughs> so much of this is based on profile. <laughs> it really is. That's all I think. I'm going with Carlos Ortiz. He just has that questionable smile going on. The MMA fighter? Exactly. I'm like, why is he in the PGA Tour event? He's gonna be trying. He's gonna try punching the ball, and it's just not gonna work. But he's gonna be able to slam his trunk good. Yeah, he'll he'll handle his aggression out in the parking lot. <laughs> don't don't be there. Don't Let be there. Handled. All right. So those are our picks for the Zozo. I like it. So it's. So it's said, so it shall be. So it shall be. All right, any final words, Nick, before we sign off? Oh, oh pump and iron. Look at you. Nobody can see you, but... No, just sad tear for my end of season, most likely. Now, hey, I mean, if you ever want to make a road trip down here and come golf with me, season's still open. It's not that yeah. far away. You know, we can't, we're not going to rule that one out. <laughs> I mean, we'll, I'd probably have a couple months still, so. Okay. You never know. As long as you can handle, you know, 40s, golfing in the 40s. That's easy, easy stuff. Yeah, we're, we're tough around here. Oh, yeah. We got thick skin. <laughs> so, that's all I got. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Hopefully your weather is good enough to go golfing this weekend or this week, whenever you decide to. Hit them straight when you do. But until next time, we'll see ya. Peace. Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect it's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Yes, sir!